Welcome, everyone, to the West Church Podcast. There's a potato in my mouth, so it might, it might sound stuffed. In today's podcast, we are going to continue a uh, psychoanalytic <clears throat> pre-existing debates that we've been having for the past 10 minutes, at least. And this is going to be a continuation of it. Yes, and this is uh, regarding our past podcast, and our team <laughs> member, Alexander Decca, has some... Uh, Insight. Pointers. <laughs> for our video. So, uh, Alexander, would you take the floor? <laughs> um, so, yeah. My point being, between everything that we talk about, uh-huh. in terms of, you know, saying biases of like, oh, this genre mm. is better than this one, or this one has more relevance to society than the next. Like, for example, saying that rap was here before... <laughs> Um, EDM or saying rap was here before pop, whatever. But the, the idea is, you know, that it all stems from jazz, technically speaking. So jazz influenced rap and yada, yada, yada. The same can go for uh, futuristic uh, movement or um, new age music, such as like, wait, wait. you know, electronic <clears throat> dance music influencing yeah, rap yeah. and jazz. So the future influences the past and the past influences the future. Yes, go on but let me just place, you just said this. And I think you kind of just proved my point. You just started the podcast. I know, but I think you kind of just proved my point already. You're talking about predecessors that have happened before. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? No. You're saying that jazz influenced this and this influenced that. Mm -hmm. Everything is said as a a predecessor. That's just an example. But it's true because you're saying it. Yeah, because I'm saying it came before that. Okay, that's just... That, okay, I'm saying that jazz came before because that's when um, the societal influence of music actually started. Like, no. if, if, if we're talking from a historical standpoint... Okay. Then you can say that jazz had a major influence. However... On what? On just all of music. It just... It, it, start, it had the... Uh, it had, you know, pretty much, it's the bread and butter to what we have now. So, for example, all the EDM that is coming out now, uh, they they use jazz in electronic dance music as well. Um, so that you can have, like, you know, different instrumentals in there, uh, different kick drums, all that stuff. All the same stuff that you have from the jazz ages in the EDM. All mm-hmm. the stuff from EDM is can be can be um, replicated. But in, I, wait, let me finish. All, all of it can be replicated within natural instruments that exist on the earth. Maybe we haven't found them all yet, but all of them do exist. Okay. Everything that we can do on a computer. You could equally say that about blues. Yeah, every genre. Every single genre. It's one jazz, jazz and blues are the two genres that really changed everything about music. Not just jazz. Yeah, It's both blues yep. and jazz. Yep. And, uh, but everything can, for medium can be replicated into real life. And same goes for jazz. It can be replicated into an AI, into a computer. Any instrument that we can, you know, you can basically map it. Okay. And figure out how to actually use it through uh, a software. Okay. That's why we have software instruments, uh, like VSTs. But, okay, so what are you trying to get at, though? What are you trying to get at? I'm saying that it's it all exists in the present. Okay. Everything that you can possibly think of, any thought that, you know you bring to the table yeah. can be manifested into reality regardless if it comes from you or an artificial intelligence it is all one this, so what, what does this do with that with this question though because my or my with his entire comment my, my entire um thing is yeah. so it, it all is relative to one gnosis the word gnosis is not in a societal com- presence not yet but it, we're getting there. We're getting pretty fucking close to it as a society. Actually, no. We're we're, we are. We're, little by little, everything is a learning experience. Regardless of how far off the path we are, we are meant to go down that path so that we hit we hit it even harder in terms of consciousness. So if, if a lot of people end up dying in the process... Wait, hold on. What is this... Yeah, what, what, what does this we're have about to we're do? Going, we're going... Well, this music's just like a subtopic, I guess, in this podcast. But I'm trying to base it off of like where... The future of society is headed, where we're actually going towards. It's it all comes from the ideal idea ideology that it is all based off of one gnosis. The word gnosis, um, it's spelled G N O S I S. It, it's the entire idea that we we receive 
one type of knowledge. Just take. You, you broke your vape. Oh. Um, so yeah, no, the word gnosis translates to knowledge, I believe, in Hebrew text, if I'm not mistaken. That entire ideology, you have Christian gnosis, you have, you know, Egyptian gnosis, whatever you want to call it. The, the entire idea is to use the knowledge to form your own idea or own wisdom, such as like the Renaissance period, when people would come up with their own truths, right? So whether you think, you know, the earth is a globe or whether you think it's flat, you're coming up with your own truth. That's essentially what I'm trying to get at. So all of truth is based off of three factors, the divine triad, science, religion, and um, science, religion, and what's the third one? I lost my train of thought. We'll get back to it. But my entire my entire standpoint at this point is is like we're heading in one direction, but it's ultimately to connect with one another. So everything is sub going to come one. The universe expands and it contracts. You know all that stuff. So, dude, I'm trying to get a job, and you're fucking. I'm going to kill you. Ah. Uh... I'm trying to work at ABT, bro. So what were you saying? So, what does this have to do with his comments? With, no, with with the podcast. Because originally we were going to talk about you, talk the about disagreements that. that you had in the podcast. One of them being what I said about rap being prevalent. What I, all I'm saying is, I didn't say it's the only one. But I said it's it has the most prevalence. Okay. I never said... But again, to say that one has the most or the least presence... Statistically, it still... does. Okay, if you want to go by the numbers, you can. But the numbers can always change. Sure. Just like science yeah. is changing, ever-changing every day. But I think, okay, my point that I was trying to get at is that... Oh, no, really the quick. The negative influence of yeah, rap, Yeah, really, currently. really quick. Um, just want to, for the listeners out there, the Divine Triad consists of uh, religion, philosophy, and science. Those three lead to a divine truth that everyone is trying to get towards um, through perseverance and whatnot. Okay. So, um, I recommend a book. It's, uh, it's a really old book. It's called The Destiny of the Soul. Um, basically, talks about all that, what I just talked about. Um, another book I recommend is The Kabbalion. Uh, it basically goes more in depth with hermetic principles, um, hermetic teachings, um, Akashic records, Akashic fields, all that, you know, energy stuff, energy fields, whatever you're into, goes more in depth with that stuff if you guys are interested. We'll uh, put two links in the description for, again, it's called The Kabbalion. Uh, there's an audio book, you can go uh, on the Android app, and they have it on there. And then there's another one, um, it's called, here, I'll get it for you guys. Um, Louis, you can go on with what you're saying. Oh yeah, hold on. It's called The Gnosis of the Mind. It's unabridged. It's on audible.com or whatever. It's narrated by GRS Mead. Uh, great audio book. You guys should definitely check it out. Um, yeah, Lewis, go on with what you were saying. Um, yeah, let's... Uh, the music? Yeah, rap. let's revert back to... Rap being the most prevalent or the least prevalent. Or yeah, or you can hit on other disagreements that you had what on else our did previous you podcasts. The one that we just recorded. Well, for one, it was hilarious. Okay. That donut looks so good. Stop it. I thought, <laughs> thought you were vegan. Damn. Taking a break, huh? I've done it before, too. I'll admit it. I mean, once in a while, we'll kill it. Yeah, once in a while. Just dead. Just, just once. Just don't eat meat. But if you fast, though, it helps a shit ton. If you do that stuff. Because well, what we're talking about? We're talking about uh, rap and... Like, um, this is just how I'm saying, like, okay, <clears throat> to say that rap is the most prevalent. What else, what else did you disagree with? Um, okay, so, so let's say, let's say rap is the most prevalent, yeah. right? Um, with that aspect, where do you get those statistics from? Because it all comes down to information. So, I could say that EDM is the most prevalent because it's. It's what you see all over the place now in commercials, like they're playing EDM. In video games, they have EDM. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Like yeah. they're all putting everything into one thing. Like you have Neil deGrasse Tyson in the Ice Age movies now. Like they're all kind of just trying to mix science, music, and all into one. But new world. When it comes religion. to the more prevalent yeah. youth, it's rap. 
You okay. see it in the high schools. Okay. You see it. But well, actually, yeah, they're yeah. they're also. Uh, um, so what I'm looking for. There are also, like, portions of rap that are placed within EDM music itself. Yeah. Like, Getter. Yes. Getter, I know, yes. does yeah, a yeah, lot yes. of uh, songs for yeah. rap artists. But, yes. but, the, but, the but they point cut, copy, and paste. But what if, what if you're coming up with something, you know, original? If you're creating your own sounds, that's still original. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you also, what's what I think is very interesting about music is a lot of people don't know where the algorithms are actually coming from. No one knows um, what in the terms fuck of music software. Is. Yeah, it's, it's really weird, they, but, we don't know what the fuck. Yeah, it is. but but what I find interesting is like you know, um, native instruments. It's like uh, in Machine Studio. It's like uh, it's pretty much like uh, like a software that you can use and install it on Mac or PC. With some of those plugins, um, you can get off of uh, different websites. Sometimes you don't know what plugins you're using, and some of those algorithms that are you know preset. Um, you know how they call them presets. Those presets that you use to convert into new sounds are based off of record labels, corporations, and those are the sounds that people should be worrying about before they actually use them because they're automatically tuned to a specific hertz to mess with people's you know heads and kind of like fog the mind. So it's it's kind of you have to be kind of careful because like sometimes if you go to a certain frequency. You have to set it to 432 hertz to be healthy to actually listen to. Uh, 432 hertz for those viewers that don't know, um, it's it it's basically what your body operates. Uh, the way the universe, you know, works, the frequency that everything is uh, neutrally in in tune with is 432. That number in general is you know. But the corporations prescribe something else. Yeah, they prescribe the presets, you know, either, I don't know if it's a higher frequency or if it's a lower one. I'm assuming that it's a lower one because the lower frequency causes, you know, lower um, thoughts, thought processes. So, processes. which makes the music inherently, like, I guess negative. Yes, right? yes. Which is, so I, I think that, it's that inherently my, uh... tuned to 432. That's the yeah. idea. That, that originally was my point, essentially, that... Because if okay, if you were to if you were to place some context into what I just said, I was talking about how, like I made that statement, but I was saying how <clears throat> that rap itself, since it's becoming so popular now and it's always been popular, that the message itself and the content of the music has changed so much from, you know, somebody like talking about their struggles to now it's just all about like drugs, having sex, and just like. Pretty much hedonism. It's all around that. Yeah, and then yeah. And not not only rap, but all music. Mm -hmm. Most music now, the only way you can get even popular, which is hilarious, because even radio friendly music, mm -hmm. just mentions sex. Yep. Like there's a song by Rihanna that just says "sex with me," and it's on radio. I heard it on Do, the radio. All right, it's so question like, for you: um, Would you consider just like if I go like click clack 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 like you know whistle whatever snap? Do you consider that rap because it's coming out of a mouth? Like, you know what I'm saying? No, that's scary. Rap is just using words and words yeah. in the musical. But way. rap is a it's just a term, it's just a word. We're putting we're putting um yeah, but you're, titles onto sounds, right? You're saying so, that but So you can say that Okay, but you're saying you're saying that but that they do. What do you mean? That it that's just how it is. You there's a there's a definition with every sound that we construct. Oh, fuck. I got the nerves, like, fucking just going straight up. Ah, yeah, that fuck hurt. But what you were just saying, you're scatting, which is actually a form of music. Mm -hmm. But yeah. there's no, but those aren't words. Mm -hmm. That's just That's just random sounds that you just spot out. Like, do that, add in anything. Yeah, but if anything, scatting, <laughs> scatting would be less of a negative impact than saying words itself because words have a meaning behind it and have a message. If yeah. I say "fuck you," kill your family, <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, but if I go like, but you see, now you're putting the title that it's good or bad. But you there's good and bad, and there's bad and good. Okay, okay, uh, but what um, if what if you're saying it to a lead banker, kill your family? 
like so to, someone, a, to a banker yeah to like some guy who's like ruining the world like like i don't know i mean some people would say that to trump but i mean i'd rather saying, like, have the corrupt person get punished than his family yeah who has have done nothing so that yeah. would be that would oh, no, be an what if act. you're referring to like his predecessors like you're saying it like oh like kill yourself like you know like you don't mean it but like you're saying like oh yeah like kill yourself you know but you're saying i'll kill your family like if you say that is that that's not like Okay, for you now, to say it's good or bad, that's your opinion. You know what I'm saying? No, because it all depends on context too. Yeah, because but it context, also because you can make a joke about suicide, mm -hmm. but you can also say something about suicide in a serious tone. But context. But it all depends on context. But context also goes hand in hand with tone and vice versa. So also, if you're saying in like a low tone, then uh, yeah, it might come across as negative. If you say it as you know in a higher tone, in a higher well, upbeat <clears> tone, like I, like it, yeah, kill yourself. You know. And then you laugh about it after, right? And then, you know, you pretend like nothing yeah. happened. You go to the next topic. That's more of a positive way to say, oh, kill yourself, you know? Well, there are other... It's messed up, If you but, think about it, but what, what would you say to... Let's say you went to a comedy club and a comedian who's on stage and is a professional comedian would talk about suicide in a serious tone but was saying it in a joking way. People would get pissed. But he, yeah. So that's or called, some people would so, laugh. So that's what's because interesting because they know. But, but, but yeah. here's the thing: like, people would know that it's a joke because he himself, <laughs> he himself, is a comedian, right? Mm. So people already have that perception mm. of him. Yep. But if I were to go on stage, and I just claim to be a com comedian, and I'm just like, suicide, mm. people would be like. This guy's not a comic. What is it, what is he doing? <laughs> well, if that's the first thing you say and then you start... Because yeah, it's kind of funny. If you say it like that and you just pause, people will start laughing. Like, oh, yeah. You can kind of say that. But when, when, so when, when, a, when, a, when a comedian is talking like that and he know he's going to transition into a, a joke about it, that's called an undertone. That means he's, it's, it's an under-the-radar uh, negative connotation that will turn into uh, yeah, and a some, positive uh, reaction. So, and some people will actually... Will actually uh, like uh, they'll get a sense of that, mm -hmm. and others won't because a lot of people will just be like, "What is this dude talking about?" And others will be like, "Oh, I see what he's saying. I see where he's going with this. It's like this is just a joke that mm -hmm. he's cleverly, you know, designing." Exactly. So exactly. But um, how the fuck did we get to comedian? We're talking about sound in general, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the way but, yeah, and the influence that it has on people. Yeah. And society and different cultures and then how they come together in, you know, different ways. Different yeah. genres. Yeah. Okay, but that, but genre is just a way to separate what sound really is. Like if we if we had a name for like well, the just first keep, sound. No, I wouldn't even call it sound. It's like just with scatting? Music. Like what? You used to call it yeah, music, but would music is a music is a rhythmic, melodic um, conjunction of everything together. But you were saying scatting? Like, scatting is a form of music. So, which, yeah. did scatting come before the genres? Like, how, how does that work? Like, well, no, what scatting, do you think came scatting itself is a, it's, it's like a sub genre of jazz, I think. Mm -hmm. Because jazz, cause, yeah, because they were scatting within jazz. So, it's like sort of like a sub genre, or it is just part of jazz. Mm -hmm. And there's no, you don't have to separate it fully from it. But when you mix jazz with scatting, it's, what, that turns that's into what, blues? That's what scat, no. No, what, no, what is it? No, no, no. Scatting it's just... it, it comes from uh, jazz. Okay. People who sing in j jazz. Well, before jazz, there was scatting. I thought. Maybe I mean we don't know. Like Africans, like well, yeah, like they don't have jazz over there. Come on. Because scatting is can be do. can be interpreted as maybe they have drums or something. No, they have good jazz bands. I mean, it could be it could be yeah, interpreted like, as and long chanting. ago, I'm saying like a thousand years back. Like, yeah. Like if, if they're trying to just make sounds, they're not gonna <laughs> no, on fucking okay, rocks. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, they might have rhythmic patterns that they use. That's music. Yeah. But they, but I mean, the, the, the one video sh I showed you guys, um, it was the guy who was taking like the stone tablets in Africa and he was taking the rock to it and it was creating the high pitch frequencies. Yeah. Like, like it was a hollow shelled rock. Yeah. yeah. So, and those are flat. So like, what, <clears throat> what is that? You know, what, what genre is that? Just hitting rocks and just having those high pitch frequencies in it. It's not, a, there's no, what's a genre? It's just a noise. Exactly. So, like, if if you're, if you, when people first heard jazz, they didn't call it noise. 
So like, why? Because what made them say it was jazz? What defines music is rhythm. Mm-hmm. Something that noise that has a set structure and rhythm to it is music. You know how I feel like, and that's where the, the jazz genre, came up the, with the, the 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 name of the genre is derived from the rhythm. Yeah. And the sound itself. That's why people. That's why people when they listen to Katy Perry, they don't say, "Oh, that's metal." Yeah. Because that that's just false. Yeah. When but listen, like yeah. the word jazz, like you just look at it, it's like the saxophone. Like the word the letter J looks like a saxophone. Yeah. Like when it comes out, that that J sound. Like do you like it's a blaring sound. So like I don't know. I don't understand how they came up with that. You know, word. Jazz. Yeah. Because it's smooth. Okay. Jazz. All right. Like, <laughs> like, like my cock. <laughs> Between those butt cheeks. Okay, I'm sure there are other words that der- that were uh, derivatives. Not not derivatives. What's the word I'm looking for? It's like it, it was based off of the terminology terminology that jazz came from. Like, it's like it's like rock, and then something heavier came out, and then they put hard rock, and then something even heavier came out, and then they put metal. Yeah. Then something heavier oh, came metal, out, and okay, now it's it makes sense. Heavy death metal. metal. Yeah, he- well, and then something heavy heavier came out, and then no, it was yeah. heavy metal, and then it was death metal because metal gets heavier into heavy metal, and then heavy and then metal death metal is being the heaviest the most yeah. death because death, I guess, is is heavy brutal. because it's a void. It's like it's like it's, it's, it's rock it's literally, solid. It's literally a black hole. It's a black hole. So then, the what's the opposite? thing in the universe is a black hole. So then, what's the op? The black holes don't exist, man. Uh, all right, but let's, let's, let's revert right. what's back. What's the opposite of death metal then? Like, what would be the opposite side of that spectrum? Pop. Are you sure yes. about that? But pop is the same thing, though. No, it's not. If if you look at it, though, the it, message, what? the message. I'm saying okay. the message. The okay, it, de- it depends on the song. The sexual. It's the sec. The sexual. Um, what is it? Um. Get like the high sexual appeal. Okay, for and then one you have thing, the high death metal the low, doesn't doesn't right? do not all death metal bands do that. But if you notice that that there is death metal bands that have like you know what is the the chains and the fucking. I mean, yeah, those are like, cringy. Yeah, but that that's like both sex. There's sex on you know one side of the spectrum of music and with death metal, and then there's sex I mean, on the other side with pop. Yeah. So it's like they're both kind of converging into but one. That's just thing. The, that's just. So the, what is the middle? Those, those are those are the I'm bands asking. that really embody the word death metal. Mm-hmm. But there's other death metal bands that don't do that. And they're, they're, I'm saying the extremist death metal bands, like to the possible extreme, like what is it, blood orgies, and like, to like what, what would be the, the uh, I would say cannibal corpse, honestly. Cannibal corpse, yeah. or is it blood orgies, <clears throat> satanic stuff. I mean, it's like, pretty brutal. But is there sexual activity, yes. like in the concerts? Yes. Okay, okay, okay so there you so go. Not in the saying. concerts. Um, okay, okay, okay. Let's say Marilyn Manson, for example, there you fucking go. bangs guys and gets blowjobs on stage. Okay, yeah. And then other pop concerts, you see Miley Cyrus fucking flashing her vagina and ass. Yeah. That's still bad, D- despite the genre. What they're doing is just immoral, because children and other people who are easily influenced are going to see that, especially people who don't have a developing mind, like k- kids. Mm. That's why I'm saying. That there is a fine line between what should be good, like what is positively demonstrated within music and what is negatively demonstrated. Because I can easily make a pop song that's like enjoy happy melodically. Yeah, no, I know. You can I know. enjoy death metal. You can be like, this is great. I never said you yes, couldn't. Yeah, yeah. I never said it's you couldn't. I just like it. I yeah, like the me. way it's fucking me. I never, dude, <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, like, there are songs about like suicide and stuff, and it helps people yeah. with their problems. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Some of but, those songs actually give you nostalgia. That's the entire thing behind music. That That's like, no matter what genre you listen to, if it gives you nostalgia, I feel yeah, like yeah. that's. That's a good genre because that's but, what you want to be listening to. But I'm saying, like, you what? Bring you to your youth again. What meaningful message do you get from Anaconda from Nicki Minaj? Um, is that and music that's similar to that? You know it's what? literally a song about her ass. Or what, you know what? What, this what about video... the message about I don't give a fucker shit by Dylan Francis? Like, how is that meaningful? All right, that's just to make people laugh. Okay. That, that like he's just a comedian in a musical form. Like he he's just a comedian. In the costume of a DJ, like it's but but he brings them both together in one. Cause cause uh, could you imagine hearing that at a concert? You would probably laugh your ass off. It brings some joy to people. So that's probably uh, what it yeah. Does it. I, I guess I like laughing at a concert. It's hilarious. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It brings okay. so much. It brings a whole new thing into play. So it's not all about just you know 
be like, oh, we're here to dance. No, like, you can yeah, actually, yeah. you know, explore some different emotions there. Mm. But but what so, about what about artists who take their anaconda though? I that is how we're gonna name this podcast. My no. big ass anaconda. No. My big anaconda. I feel like that'd be uh, all right. But <clears throat> what I was saying is, <sighs> music is much more powerful than people think. And this is why it bothers the shit out of me. It was here at the beginning that, of time. It's been here forever. I, I don't it was think here how, before we existed. You know what music is? It really, it's like putting medicine in ice cream and serving it to people. Because it's combining message with something like melodically relaxing or something that's like, something that just appeals to the person of that, who, who abides to that genre and putting that message within that song and then feeding it to the person. But what a lot of people don't know is that these kids, they listen to like rap artists, pop artists, whoever type of artists who are just saying the dumbest shits and the most. Like, For example, Lil Pump. Like shit, yeah, yeah. All right. Like Zan. I got, Zan, like, I got, I got an example for taking you. Taking Zan every day. And when shit. I first heard the song, I think it's by Jeezy. Um, it's like. I'm a fucker once. I'm a piper. Oh I'm my! No limit. Twice. No I'm, limit. Yeah, I'm and, an, I'm a wiper. You know what's like, so funny? That, the... When I first heard that song, I laughed my fucking ass off. I think that's oh the entire thing behind that. This generation of music, it has nothing to do with is good or bad. Yeah, it's fucking retarded. It but, is. It is retarded. But it's it's hilarious to listen to. But the fact that our kids are listening to it is it's fucked up. But it it is. But yes, go on. Yeah, it is. But remember what you said before we even started this podcast, the subconscious and what it captures. Yes. I don't think people understand that it's literally netting everything that they're listening to. And yeah, you're laughing at it. But that message is still in the back of your head. And then you're going to behave in a way that yes. you're not even know why you're behaving that way. Yes. It's similar to listening to Nirvana. If you actually look, this is crazy, but if you actually look at psychological studies, many people uh, would listen to depressing yeah. music. You would think, okay, like there's a certain point where you would just stop listening to it because it would just help you. Mm -hmm. But people who continually listen to it don't improve. Yeah, that it's, is true. That's why you got to listen to different genres, different songs. Exactly, every, every yeah. Day. So if you were to listen to Kurt Cobain's yeah. music every single day, dude, you, you'd want to kill yourself. Yeah. Just because yeah, that yeah. constant reminder of his depression mm -hmm. is now becoming yours. Mm -hmm. And now you're associating what he's talking about with like random stuff in your life. It so, goes with food, that goes with working out, that yeah, goes yeah. with everything. So but, like that girl in, uh, not to cut you off, but like that girl in that rap song that you talked about, uh, what's it, Cardi B. Okay. What does she say in the song? Pipe it up, right? <laughs> okay, she <laughs> says that, but she says, fuck him, then I get some money. And then she just keeps repeating that. So she's pretty much saying that she's going to prostitute herself just so she can get some cash from her man. And there, then she makes it funny message, because though. she's just like laughing. Okay, the, I understand that it's funny because people look at that and be like, ah, that's pretty funny. Like, it is. But again, to a 10-year-old's mind and, like, little girls they're who hear that. They're absorbing all of that shit. Even, yeah. even if they're like, oh, this is bad. Subconsciously, it's still having a major influence. Have you guys watched all Black Mirror yet? The I TV have. show? Okay. Have, yeah. Do you know the episode where the mom takes the iPad yeah. and she that's filters? Fucked up. That's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, that's what's happening. That's going to happen. So to an extreme. So, so now it, yeah. that episode is one of the best in my opinion. Like it's exactly. it's just fucked up. Like the entire scenario because when you filter everything on your kid's phone and like eventually over time, I think that's that's what it goes into. How much do you want to desensitize your kid versus sensitizing them? Like it's it's really I. There has to be a middle ground, I think. I don't know how extreme we can go in terms of desensitizing your kid at an early age and what would happen. I think it's better for the kid, though. But at the same time, when I was, when I was you know, a youngling, when I was a little Harry Potter youngling, um, I, I was like the boy who lived. I was like, all right, so what does this swear word mean? What is, you know, this genre? Like, what is sex? Yeah, that was all, yeah, that you know? was all of us. And then... And then you kind of figure out about it, and then you're like, you know, you kind of start like, you, you find out about like porn, and then you start, you know, jacking off, and you're like, all right, well, this feels great. Like, why, well, how, how did I not know about this earlier? Okay, yeah. But, but the entire time before that, you don't realize like all that energy that you had yeah. is, is being manifested. Like you talk about, um, Lewis, you talk about tr sexual transmutation. It goes a long way. And like you cannot, you can see the changes in your um, 
in your biology and you you know mentally physically you take that testosterone you can convert it you can take um, it, as a matter of fact it stimulates your pituitary gland when you don't um, masturbate for long periods of time you can you can you know elongate you it helps your longevity and it helps you grow um, it, it can even help you grow taller a lot of people don't know this um, I think the the world's tallest man. He was. You uh, lived in Illinois. He was. Uh, how old was he? Uh, six six five. Like what was what was his height? I don't remember. He was really really tall. He was. And he was a giant. They called him giants in the Bible. But in the in the Bible, they refer to giants as being like as tall as like what the yeah, oak trees, big, like yeah. oak trees, like huge trees. The Nephilim. Yeah. Well, not Nephilim. Nephilim are separate from the giants in the Bible. Do, do you know which Do you know which famous yeah, boxer? Do you know which famous boxer didn't have sex or masturbate for five years straight? Muhammad. Huh? Muhammad? No. Oh, uh, Mike Tyson. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Tyson is the man. He was the angriest motherfucker in the ring, and they asked him, how were you able to can, to maintain that energy? He said, I didn't have sex for five years straight. He channeled it. Yeah. He channeled it. That sexual desire and that frustration, literally, he channeled it in his fist, and he beat the fuck out of everyone. Could you <laughs> imagine if bang. there's other forms of energy like that? Not just sexual transmutation, but there's other forms but of But sexual transmutation, transmutation there's I so think, many others. is like... There's so many others. But we I, don't know yeah. about. No, yeah, either. definitely. I mean, there could be, like, uh, I mean, you could have influential energy. Like, if you want to do something good for your family, that could be... That's, like, your why that you have. Yeah. And then that could be an energy source. But so can But then there's desire. also the idea. Oh, I'm gonna die anyway, and so is my family. Why? That is why true. That I help existential. My that existential crisis is literally happening to everyone now. Like yeah, the young ones. Could you imagine when they go? Yes, it's. Yeah, exactly. Because we believe in nihilism. There's nothing else. So you guys should support that page on Facebook. There, this, this is a nihilist society. This is a nihilist generation, and, and see, it, people, it keeps getting worse. See, the That's why is I promote optimistic nihilism. People have been predicting this is gonna happen. For so long, it's like a most prominent figure is Nietzsche. Uh huh. Predicted oh God, that yeah. people because Edward only, Nietzsche, right? Frederick. Fred, Frederick Fried, Nietzsche. Yeah, is that Fred the guy that did coke? Friedrich, whoever. Huh? No, that was uh, someone else, right? I have no idea. The guy that did coke. I have no idea. Freud? Yes. No, yeah, that's Sigmund Freud. That's Sigmund Freud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he 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 suggested that the Christian morals are based in nihilism because that's not how life works. Yes. Life isn't just like, oh, you do good and you get good. Life is full of struggling and suffering. Yeah. And that's literally what he said, and it's fucking happening as we speak. More and more people are turning to nihilism because it's... Uh, it's comfortable. It's, it's not just comfortable. It, it, like, it makes sense to a certain extent. Like, okay, nothing makes sense. Now, because, is, it, is it more on the spectrum of chaos or order? Nihilism? Yeah. But that, that's... Well, uh, it's... Chaos. No. Essentially, no. Because if you believe in nihilism, it's just like you you, you believe that nothing matters. So yeah, chaos. I'll, I'll put it in chaos. Yeah, because it becomes chaotic because they believe that they're exempt from responsibility yeah. of their actions. Meaning, once they have that belief like, oh, what I do doesn't even matter, that frees them of any punishment in their mind. So that literally gives them permission to do what the hell they want, which brings utter chaos to every... Yeah. Not, not just them, but like... The thing, the thing that they have to realize is the implications of their actions on other people. Because it could be as simple as, like, not wanting to clean something off the road that you dropped off your car. Like, ah, oh, who gives a fuck? And then there's a car accident or something. Or something like, or dropping a glass bottle on the road. And then you just leave without cleaning it because you don't give a shit. And then some guy, like, drives, runs it over, his, his tire but blows up, But that car will catch up with you. Like, it does. It's, it's weird, the way yeah, the car works. But, I, I believe that karma because reverberation. I, I definitely it's believe magnetic fields, yeah. I believe in karma in the sense that it's it's a magnetic field. That's really what it I feel It's like something it physical. That's for sure. Well everything is physical. You can say literally everything okay, is physical. No, nothing, everything is tangible is as long as you're on the right wavelength. No. As long as you're attuned to the right frequency. Nothing you okay. can assimilate anything. Tangible as anything you can think of. Anything. It depends on what wavelength you are on. Like it's, it works like levels. Like you're, you're. It's like Mario Kart. Like uh, so no, it's anything. Like, physical, it's like you're on there. No, no, no. You're, on, you're right now on the, the, the roll, the, the regular pricks. You know the, the circuit. You're on the regular circuit, and then you go up to the grand pricks, and then you go up, you know, a level higher. You gotta work your way up. You can't just jump from A to C. 
It's like moving up dimensions. So once you transcend each dimension, you get to explore the benefits from those. And then you can kind of see... And where did you get this information from? It's like, for example, the sexual transmutation. It goes a long way. You can see more things when you don't, um, you know, Matt, you know, Masturbate for long. That is true, time. actually. You, you become way more observant. Yeah, you, you do. definitely become way Especially more. Especially your breathing. If you focus more on your breathing, you can actually see your peripheral starts to change. If you, you know, breathe slowly in all the way, like as much as your lungs can possibly hold, and exhale, you can start to see your peripheral open up a little bit more. And that is something a lot of people don't understand. And if you if you can only imagine what your body can do, like your physical body, your arms, legs, and everything, feet. If, if you were to just focus on a certain type of transmutation, we would probably become like infinite ethereal beings. Um, you, you know because everything is ephemeral. That? So it's like we are here to feel and connect and kind of think as well. So like that's why music is, goes such a long way because in, in the last podcast you guys were talking about, um, you know, music just a lot of the EDM now and stuff like that, pop music wants you to feel versus think. So it's, it, it kind of prones that, or it drones out critical thinking while bringing in that feeling. Um, go, uh, go on with what you're going to say. I, wait, really quick question yeah. for you. Um, there's a, is there any books that you might know of that you can give the listeners of how music influences society? Um, no any idea. books you guys know of? No? Mm, I mean... I if you guys don't know, we'll probably mention. I mean, the pro- podcast, there, I'm sure there are books like written about the corrupt music industry, but I forgot. But the like, titles, what about frequencies? Sure. Anything, anything at all you can give the. Well, listeners? I think that would have to be more of a scientific book than okay. than a book regarding. Music. It's hard to find I mean, books on sound. It's really like good books. Like it's really yeah. hard to find those because sound is so vital. Um, what were you saying before? Um, I was going off on that tangent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, before breathing and transmutation. Yeah. Um, uh, before I go into that, let me just make a tab so we can talk about this after the after we talk about that. Yeah. Next podcast is uh, the harp experiments where they would place helmets on people's heads and they would send wavelengths, but those wavelengths would turn into messages and people would be like, "It's as someone is sending these from the future." My, no, no, from a computer. Oh, from the computer. Okay. And this was done like long was ago, it a and they found out computer or was it just? I, just I don't remember. It was an old computer, and they said that. Now, I, I got to thinking, what if they were to do that with similar music that was super happy and poppy, but the message, the wavelengths that would enter our minds would be something completely opposite of what they were, of what they were demonstrating. Like, just negative stuff. Like, just, like, keep eating junk food. Keep watching porn. Keep doing yep. this. Keep doing that. It's, and these could be, like, crazy. tiny, the, tiny yeah. things. A book uh, I recommend to watch is The Clockwork Orange. Your, a book deeper. you recommend to watch? I, the movie. Uh, excuse me. Okay. That's a fuck uh, the movie. Yeah. So there's a scene in the, yeah, uh, the movie, not spoiling really anything. They take the guy up. They hook him up. Open up his eyes. They hold him open so he can't blink. And then he just looks oh, at yeah, images. Yeah. And, and this, and I, there's one other movie. It's a Brad Pitt I believe, um, and Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis loses his memory, um, and this chick, I gotta find it out. It's such a weird movie. Um, he, like, forgets everything, but they do the same thing to Bruce Willis in the movie, and it's, it goes more in depth. And Brad Pitt is like, he went psychotic because he stared at the screen for so long, and he actually started to like it. So, so like, Wait, Is it 12 Monkeys or is that? Yes, it is, it, 12 it is 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys, 12 monkeys is okay, insane. yeah. That movie is crazy. You need to watch that movie. Yeah, I think he actually won an award for that. Yeah, that's that's another great movie. So Clockwork Orange, Twelve Monkeys. Where are we going in depth with again? Okay, let's go back. Okay, just make a tab right there. Let's make a tab for. We'll we'll talk about that. In addition to what you said, we can talk about that in the next podcast of um, different frequencies, how they affect the brain. Okay, yeah. uh, we'll, We'll make a tab. All right. In addition to what you're talking about, um, like sexual transmutation, abstinence, whatever. Think about all of the exercises that a person can do, just one person. Abstinence, mm-hmm. deep breathing exercises, mm-hmm. exercise itself, physical exercise, mm-hmm. meditation and prayer, and sleep. Um, yeah, and just well-rounded sleep and a good diet. Mm-hmm. There's more. There's probably a lot yeah, more yeah. that we don't know of yet. Now, just imagine, let's just say those exercises. A person that just do, does one of those exercises, through studies have had... That that exercise, whatever which one, 
whatever they chose. Let's just say one. Let's say like push-ups. Uh, Let's just say deep breathing. Let's say okay. deep breathing. Oh, okay. It has it has had profound effects on their psyche. Not even their now, psyche, their physical body as well. Yeah, exactly. And I kept thinking like, if we were to get rid of this this distraction that we have in our pocket or in our rooms or just just like even staying away from people who just you know emotionally drain us Mm -hmm. dude like this guy fasted for 10 months he said when he was fasting he had the most he said he had mental clarity that he has never had before in his entire life how long did he fast for 10 months but he said he he, he got it within weeks because and what the craziest thing is, he started having memories he for, he completely forgot. Oh my god, that's he, insane. Yeah, he said he would have memories of when he was a child. And people talked about this one. They also said that meditation brought that too, mental clarity, to the point where they actually remembered do stuff you know they thought else? they forgot. Do you know what happens when you do that, actually? You you what? have no, uh, like, time has no relevance in your life at that point. Like, every day just blends into the next. And that's that's how I, it had, that's how the whole holistic society came uh, back in the day, it's it literally everything was based off of like the whole theory of oneness. Mm-hmm. So, the the idea is to get to that state of mind, so that everything is headed in one direction is at a at a very fast pace. So, um, I've been fasting for I believe almost two weeks now, and I can already you know reap the benefits from it. You've been um, fasting for two weeks. Almost yes, I, I fast till I do. Um, the oh, intermi- intermittent, intermittent fasting. Yes, intermittent fasting. So, so I sleep, you know, for the eight hours, and then I wake up. I don't eat for eight hours till five p.m. Um, I, I don't do the workout after, unfortunately. I've been kind of lazy lately, but I eat right after eight as much as possible. And if it, I don't eat it yeah, enough, yeah. it's fine. I can, like, I still, I'm, it, I feel it, fine though. In addition like, you know, to that, and because their stomach gets smaller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, they find, they actually did through studies. They said if you were to just fast. You would have you could have muscle gain, without even working out, because technically that's insane. Since it's already feeding on the fat that you have, when you eat, it doesn't directly become fat because it directly goes to your muscles, mm-hmm. and then the surplus calories that you have, what if you eat a lot, eventually that's going to become a tiny bit of fat. But I mean, yeah, it, because it di- goes directly to your muscles instead of like everything else. Mm-hmm. So you could have muscle gain. They actually tested this uh, through mice. And the mice actually got more muscle gain than the people, or the people, the other mice who were on, like, workout regimens and ate every single day. I mean, they still got muscle uh, mass, but they also had a lot of fat because they were just constantly consuming. So my question now is, because um, you have sumo wrestlers, you know, the, that's how they get so big because they eat oh so God. much in, like, a, like two hours. Like, 10,000 calories. Yeah, yeah, it's just insane. Um like you just don't want to fuck with them, <laughs> so yeah. like, um, what is it? Um, like me already fasting, uh, already going through that process. You can you get to a point where like, you like don't know what you're doing anymore, but you do in a sense. Like you're you're very conscious to the point where you're like, it's it's uh, effortless. Everything is literally effortless. So you go into a state of mind where you're like. I already know the destination. Like, I'm already there. I'm literally just experiencing the journey now. And it, yeah. it's, it's such a relevating feeling. Um, it's, it's like you finally come to, like, you know, all the semantics and you just realize, like, okay, you see the logic behind uh, different words, different, you know, innuendos, and then you kind of just come up with your own relevant truth uh, to what makes you, you. And you're, you know, you could finally be yourself at that point. And um, another thing with fasting is that when it activates your, um, what, what is it? Does it activate your pineal gland? Doesn't it like decalcify instantly? Dude, that's it why your peripheral just kind of yeah, blows open. It literally gets rid of every toxin in your body. Especially, you know what happened to that guy who fasted for 10 months? Mm-hmm. He had a cyst in like the below his stomach and during his fast his his body pushed it out and he a, a little a rock fell on the floor and he's like what the fuck is that he looked at it and it was a cyst and his body pushed it out from fasting how is that fucking possible because it turned it first it was a zit and then it, it then it had pus and then it was actually slowly coming out Dude, Wait, what was a up. rock 
because this guy was morbidly obese and he had cysts and he also had toe fungus. He had diabetes. Oh, was that, um... The guy that I showed you on YouTube. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. insane. No, dude. He literally pushed it out. He thought... He thought it was like cancer. I mean, I don't know. How about... A cyst. I mean... And he said his body... He got rid of his toe fungus. He got cured of his diabetes. He said he could breathe again. And this was... Oh, not only that. Like, this 10-month fast, he would fast for five days and then he would just eat um, very, very healthy during the weekend. Like, like um, you know, whole, whole plants. So that's what he would do. But first, he said that... So he, he would, did that? He did a five-day fast for 10 months? Yeah, pretty much. And then he would Damn. he would try to... The thing is, he would try to test himself. Like, he'd be like, okay, I'm going to do five days, five-day fast, two-day eat. Then he would test himself. He's like, all right, now I'm going to do 10-day fast, three-day eat. Mm, He's like, now I'm going to do 15-day fast, okay. four-day eat. Yeah. And he would keep doing that. That's I mean, pretty interesting. And it was but what, crazy. But now my question is, what happens to the bowel system? Like, do you shit more or do you shit less? Like, do you, do you, like, oh, here's the work? craziest part. Well, okay. His bowel system, he said he, it was completely normal because... The fat. Yeah, yeah, what exactly. If he, did he work because, out, though? Because um, wouldn't that affect it, the fat? No, but the, I th no. Make him want to eat more sooner? Just like, drink water. No, because the yeah, thing but is, what if you don't drink water? Because there's fasts where you don't drink water or you well, food. That, that's you don't. That's his fast. That's hard. But that's so. his fast. That was his, do that. That was his ten month fast. It was it was a water. It was a water fast. He he drank a gallon of water every single day. But what you were saying is, his uh, his digestive system was completely normal because of the excessive fat that he was carrying. Because if you don't have it in your muscles, it goes directly to the fat. Because it's it's so, like what bears do. It's hibernation when they hibernate. They so he took for, it. He took it all off. Yeah, and the craziest part was he lost a hundred pounds. Yeah, That's insane. The craziest part was the excess skin that was like sagging from all the fat, because he noticed at some point he wasn't losing weight anymore, but he was still fasting, and apparently the body was actually tightening. It was slowly tightening, and that's why it stopped eating the fat, and then it slowly started tightening the skin because that's all it had left. So literally, he he has like a bodybuilder's like body from that like from his open yeah and the but and he didn't know what it was at first because he freaked out because he's like why would i fast anymore if i'm not gonna lose any weight then he checked and he's like what he said was although you're not the scale is telling you the same thing your body is still working and you may not even know that that explains the cyst thing that he had okay his uh his his um what do you have like bronchitis or something like breathing problems yep. toe fungus dude every single thing Everything, no matter what disease it was, gone. Damn. From fasting, it was our bodies know what they're doing, but we just think, oh, I have to take this. Even pill autism. Who knows, dude? I mean, <laughs> what if? Though? Just no what idea. if? Just what if? No, it's <laughs> been it's been proven that Alzheimer's and other like uh like mental diseases like that. See, dude, who knows, dude? I, I, I know. think wait, our wait, bodies wait. are built for this because yeah, fucking back when we were just like. Um, primitive. Yeah, we would go it. with weeks without food because we had to hunt for our food, and our yeah. bodies had to evolve to s sustain ourselves from for that purpose. So, yeah, and okay. especially especially when this um, winter season would hit. Yeah, that's when our ancestors would have to eat as much as they possibly can to store the fat, so they can keep themselves warm, and they knew that they weren't going to get as much food during the winter because. There are no crops. There are no plants. Yeah. Okay, I got a question. No. You guys ever seen... Yes. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen those videos of like, Are the angels... Like the commercials? <laughs> like the no. commercials of the dogs and like the kids like starving and shit. No. Oh my... Yeah. You're talking yeah. about the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... See the kid right in front of you. What would you do, <laughs> dude? Who do you think made those commercials? Like a pedophile? Like, it's like hello, that, um, miss something. That would make so much sense. Like, okay, like that's my question. So those kids, like the the ones that are so skinny, like, do you think? All right, you need to stop. Okay, so hear me out. <laughs> yeah. But what if those kids are like actors? Actors. No. 
No, they're, and they're chosen. Yet, Are you they're, they're sure dying. they're not fasting and they're healthy as fuck? And now they're dying. Are, they're di- Are you they're sure? Dying. Because not because I've never been Africa. So not not only do they not eat, but they get the shittiest water. Okay, that's true. Because they actually because there's actually but, shit in their water. Yes. But is that everyone in Africa? No, no. Not at that's all. what I'm there's saying. Good so, cities in Africa. So it's only in South so what, Africa. What if it's like the smallest town that's getting that, and we're just like kind of overlooking all of Africa, and we're just no, like, okay, there, just there like, are many war war torn countries because of um. It's just like those those towns are neglected, and then like they're but they're so small, and it's just like the the camera crews went in there and like purposely videotaped <laughs> that you know town versus like. A, you know, a healthy, you know, livable one. Well, the thing is, like, North Africa is prosperous, but South Africa is more, like, ghetto. Yeah. But a large majority of South Africa, plus, I, I think they also have complaints with other countries, because since they piss and shit in the ocean, and they throw everything in the in the ocean, dude, it's, like, contaminating. Because imagine that. It's just going to spread around. Like, literally, there's a video. I forgot what it was. It was a video on from Vice, or just some video I found on YouTube. It was some ghetto in Africa, literally just piles of garbage next to the sea, like on the seashore. And people would just shit and just walk away. I'm not even joking. It's disgusting. It's, yeah, dude. It's I think there's also a, <laughs> also a documentary on Vice called the the Cannibal Warlords in yeah, Africa, I've seen that. and people eat each other because there's no food. It's crazy. how do you get to that point though? Like, I don't what do you understand. mean? It's just like All right, we'll talk about that in the next podcast. Okay, yeah, but. Okay, two we're tabs. Gonna... We're going to talk about frequency, and then we're going to talk, uh, talk about Africa. Uh, we're going to talk about Africa. Africa is such an interesting topic. But there's yeah. one last topic that I want to target about the last podcast. So you guys said wow. that, like, the, uh, the people in the music industry, like, the rich people, like, they're probably not happy. So I'm yes. going to say that that is very false. Because I'm not saying everyone. They're very happy people. And like I think that the so media, do you believe I think that, that money the, makes you happy? Them? No, I think that from the get go, from high school, college, the media, they teach us like, yeah, money causes more problems. Like, yeah, that's true. But if though, if you can't handle those problems, then yes, you're not happy. If you can handle those problems, you're happy. And a lot of famous people like Leonardo DiCaprio, you can tell like that motherfucker's he's got his shit on point. He's using his money though, like wisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he's yeah. but but he still has problems. And you can tell he's everyone happy has because, problems. Yeah, yeah. But, but everyone he, suffers. Yeah, exactly. But he, you can tell a person who is coping with their problems and a person who is thriving. I mean, you know, wait, wait, let me finish. A person who is coping with their problems and a person who is thriving from their problems. So they're transmuting um, those issues into new um, issues that can transcend what they have now in their lives. Well, let me ask you a question then. Like Owen uh, on Real Social Dynamics. Like right. he has a mass, he has a mansion, dude. But you can tell he's thriving. But he's how, do you, how, do you, how do you exactly. know he's happy though, dude? He might be. You can. He, tell. he might be getting over the fact that he's like has problems. But how do you know that he's like fulfilled? Fulfilled because of the people that he, the lives he, that he has changed. Okay, but even if yeah, he has changed all those people's lives and not changed his own. What I'm asking you though is, if someone has struggles and they overcome, like I don't give a fuck. How do you? That still affects them. I, I even if, yeah, even yeah, if yeah, yeah, yeah. Me not giving that. a fuck is a problem, it, but yes. that catches up with you later. So exactly. he'll learn yeah, later. Definitely, definitely because does. because then it'll hit him like, oh, my parents exactly. died. I don't care. No, you're gonna care, bro. Yeah. So yeah. then you're gonna look at all your money. And be like this means fucking nothing. Wait, when did we say yeah. that all wealthy people? That's why you have their to, lives. No, 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 no. You said you guys said in the last podcast like, oh, all those rich people. You guys think that they're um, happy with their lives? That's what you guys said. That's how you guys said it. Something like that, but anyways, uh, but, but I'm if sure, you guys yeah. trans, if you guys transcend the money before your parents die or before uh, someone who you're really close to dies in your life, you've already won the battle. You've won half the battle because you know where your money's going and you know that it's not worth anything. It's you're gonna spend more time revolving around your family versus the you know the physical aspect of what mm-hmm. you're receiving from uh, yeah, but, your career or whatever. Yeah, but I think what we were saying, I mean. In my- <clears throat> I forgot what context we were even saying that in. It was about, it was in the music context. Like most big musicians aren't really happy. Yeah. Because for one thing, but Russell Brand is Russell Brand is. Well, he, he, he 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 uh, he strayed away from Hollywood. That's yeah. what gave him true happiness. Yeah. Because so he Jim knew Carey. what it was. Yeah. yeah, Jim Carrey too. He's they and strayed away. Look at fucking away. um, what's his name? 
that are people, but they're still oh, yeah. in, but they're they still like, super rich. But the new Hollywood is YouTube. It's the new Hollywood. Well, it's the internet. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's but. it's funny because it's now being filtered. It's like they're choosing, you know, which videos it's they want to It's because they're turning or... it into a TV station. That's yeah. literally what they're trying yeah. to do. And, and they're and literally it's... trying to make YouTube the, the TV station of the internet. Yeah, so I feel like... Yeah, I feel like yeah. If there's a new new thing that starts, it would have it can't be with YouTube. Like any video that posts to YouTube has to be posted to a new um, platform. Like it has yeah. to be a new video platform. Like we have uh, iTunes and YouTube, and then we have our own Castbox channel. Like our, for our podcast, it has to be like Castbox. Like is Castbox nonprofit? Do you know? Like how does? Because they're not receiving any funds from you, right? I think there's marketing no, upgrades. Yeah, premium. There yeah, there's premium, premium, but you don't have to go with it, right? But there's but YouTube Red now, do. so yeah. So yeah. there's Spotify premium. There's all these premiums. Yeah, but see, the Eventually, thing- they're going to make it mandatory, right? That's what I've been hearing. They're going to make YouTube Red mm, mandatory. That, that's that's the fear. Yeah, that's the fear that most people have is uh, something that's accessible to everyone may be privatized. Yeah. And then and then uh, yeah and then monopolized and then you have to pay for it like YouTube Red. A lot of people are so it's it really just comes down from the government. It's a government. It's because, think about it, television right now is like the radio back then, and YouTube and the internet is the television that would replace the radio, but it's like, it's it's just found another replacement. So now, we have the internet and we have YouTube. It's not necessarily, the like the fear is like, I don't think they're going to start charging people to go on YouTube because they have YouTube Red and if people want to watch those shitty shows, they can watch them, but the I think the main problem is... What about is, Drake and Josh? You can see that on you can see that online for free, dude. It's on Netflix. You can it's only go on, on Hulu. You can go on Putlocker. You can go on Torrent. You can go on any other it's one on of these Pornhub. sites. Yes, it is. Oh yeah, that's the Dragon Ball Z. Uh, what's that? Brazzers? Movie? No, Gods. <laughs> War the <laughs> Battle of the Gods. Actually, like that. It's on Pornhub. It's on fucking X Vids. Oh my! I'm not God. even joking. <laughs> X Vids. I'm done. Dude, I saw a screenshot of that. Okay, but uh, what was I saying? No, yeah, I think it's going to be, like, the fear is it's going to be privatized, but I think what's actually happening is it's being censored. Yeah. Because YouTube has the ability to take down videos, has the ability but to why, copyright. But why does YouTube have to censor it? Is it coming from a federal aspect? Because no, there's an agenda behind Google. There are yeah. certain types of people so, working for Google yeah, that yeah. control the censorship in YouTube. So you have to start your own browser. Let's what about just, Bing? Let's about just Bing? say is that Bing they're on a certain side. Political side. But what about especially. Bing? Is, is Bing? I don't know. But Bing doesn't own well, any, any... Google is on both political sides. Let's be clear no, here. But, yeah, but Bing... But Bing they're, they're both... Bing, Bing, Bing! Bing doesn't... Doesn't... <laughs> Bing doesn't own any, like, streaming website where you can upload videos. Google does. That's why Google bought YouTube. Damn. So you, YouTube is, you is the bitch of Google. I think now. I knew that, but I don't remember. So now there are people in Google <laughs> who can... Okay, Literally but what about, say that what about Mozilla, Firefox, Safari? What about those robots? Is it the same thing? Because no. okay, so why? That's what I don't understand. Oh yeah, because no, the problem is Chrome. That's why the problem is YouTube itself. Because you know YouTube. I thought it's Google. Because the people, ownership... the people working in Google who are working on YouTube, okay, are making the decisions on the censorship. Yeah, because YouTube itself, it's slipping away. From the hands of like us who we who use it, mm-hmm. exactly. and it's going into the corporate hand, which is Google, and now that now Google is saying, if we find anything that we think is offensive, we're gonna censor you or we're gonna delete your channel or we're gonna do that. <laughs> okay. All right. So, anyways, uh, Lewis, any last words uh, for the podcast you'd like to say? Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good day. <laughs> All right. Danny, uh, last words you'd like to say for the podcast? Um, uh, let's see here. Just, um... Just mention something about Google and its plans. Well, music should... It's a breast browser. Like, kind of like Hooters. Like a restaurant, but... Breast a, br- a breast browser. A breast browser. It's got the two O's. I don't know. Music is real. It's reality. It's reality. 
thoughts. Yeah. Um, Lewis, any last words for the podcast? Oh yeah, by the way, um, you guys can follow us on Patreon. Uh, we're on YouTube, we're on Castbox, we're officially up on iTunes. Um, Castbox is amazing. I think it's you know becoming the new Spotify. You can you yeah, listen to music really on there. You can listen to book audiobooks. You can listen to new podcasts, upcoming podcasts such as our own. Um, definitely check us out. We'll put links in the description for all those books. Lewis, you can take it away. Before we end this podcast, we're gonna eloquently play you a song. Dan, take it away. Lewis, t- I mean Lewis, take it away. Now everyone just uh, relax and enjoy some music.